It's the Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty podcast. Uh, former Prime Minister Brian Mulroney passed away yesterday at the age of 84. Uh, he was our Prime Minister between 1984 and 1993. A while ago, you were just voting age right before he stopped being Prime Minister. Yeah, I might have had one voting chance, but I remember him and how he brought in NAFTA and the GST. That's what I remember. My parents complaining about the GST. Oh, Mulroney and his GST. Maybe there should be a law that when Prime Ministers pass away that the policies they put in place die as well. Like GST? No, 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 no. Because if Justin Trudeau dies, we're going to get rid of marijuana? Going to get rid of cannabis? No. Okay. That's a bad rule, man. (laughs) Only if it deals with taxes. Massive chin on the dude. Well, massive chin. Yeah. I don't know if you knew this, Matt. When they constructed the Bayfield Bridge, uh, Brian Mulroney's chin was used as a support beam. Oh, my goodness. He was so popular, they actually named a Canadian city after him. Which city? Moose Jaw. Uh, Brian Mulrooney, you might not know this, he started working when he was eight years old. He visit local abattoirs and use his chin to cut the pig's throat. His chin was used to mold the front fender of the 2023 Dodge Ram. Amazing. Brian Mulrooney will be buried in a public ceremony. His chin's burial will be a private event. I voted for him and his chin. Brian Mulrooney's chin is Jay Leno's chin's father. Rest in peace, Mr. Mulrooney. Canadian Space Agency. We send people up to space, too. Finally, we get to bring up some special Canadian food on our next missions. Like Timmy's? No, not Timmy's. You mean good food? (laughs) Good food, yeah. (laughs) What would you bring to space to eat if you could bring your own food? It doesn't have to be packaged. I can bring, like, anything. Probably, there's this Lebanese dish called kefta. It's just like a hamburger patty, but it's Mediterranean style. Bring some of that with some some of my mom's hummus. Oh, that does sound good. That's Lebanese, though. That's not Canadian. Well, it's Lebanese-Canadian. Sure. And maybe the Canadian Space Agency should be a little more diverse with the Canadian foods they're bringing to space. Yes, space is international. The Space Agency is racist. Smoked salmon. From the West Coast, little cubes of that they're bringing up there. They can take fresh meat up there? Yeah, they like vacuum pack it and such. How do you cook it? There's it's, not a... Not a gr- it's smoked. It's not a griddle up there. Well, it's smoked, so it'd be like jerky, right? A maple syrup, they're bringing tubes of that up. Okay, that's fine, but if that gets in the instruments, you're done. Oh, yeah. You're ruining the mission. This could ruin the whole space station. Yes. <laughs> You don't want that reputation on our maple syrup. The whole thing comes down as a result of maple syrup. Imagine a dozen international cosmonauts die because somebody wanted their sticky pancakes. The Canadians ruined the space. (laughs) And we ruined it with maple syrup, no less. This one's the best, the maple cream cookies. Remember okay, those? That's a good one. Yeah. It's like an Oreo. That style of cookie. It's got the little maple stuff the in the middle. Inside. Yeah, yeah. That you, you can still up. buy them. You can still yeah. buy them. Yeah, Delicious, yeah. right? Those are good ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Canadian foods going way up into space. And coincidentally, when when I get high, I go for those maple cream cookies too. Yeah, you're like an astronaut, but without the what's it, brains. I don't know about you, but I just assume there's a camera everywhere now. You should assume you're always being filmed. Absolutely. Yeah. Like Absolutely. I- Anywhere you go, assume like somebody's filming you with their phone or there's a camera watching you. Something's watching you. Well, people have them at their doorways now. Yeah. If, I slip, if I slip on the ice on the way in, they got a funny video of me now. <laughs> funny video of Matt. <laughs> 
dying of a brain hemorrhage. And now, over at the University of Waterloo, they discovered there was cameras in their vending machines. And they noticed there was an error on the screen that said facial recognition error. And then that caused the students to look closer and realize, hey, there's a camera. It's watching me. Why does the vending machine have a camera? Well, because it actually detects a person's face and estimates their age and gender. It's gathering information. But, like, seriously, vending machines now are watching us? This is ridiculous. Vending machines getting your facial information? Yeah, they put a complaint in, actually, now to the privacy commissioner. About this. Yeah, yeah, fair enough, dude. What company was it? Do we know? Was it like Mars or Hershey? or? Yeah, M&M's company. I think okay. that is Mars. Okay. Mars doesn't need my face. No. Only people who should have access to my face is the government. Yeah, or LinkedIn. Yeah, or the federal government. Or Apple. Yeah, or my local government. Or Tinder. Yeah, or Grindr. Or social media. Or Samsung. Or my bank. But that's it. Not the chocolate bar companies. Sun and Cloud 19 on Monday. Maybe this is the time. You go out on your porch. You get the patio furniture ready. You crack open a cold beer. You crack open a cold Bud Light. Did you like my segue, Dad? Oh, it was Did good. you like how I segued into this bit? We're talking about Bud Light because a new report came out. There was that whole controversy last year with Bud Light. Uh, they sponsored a trans influencer on Instagram. I can't remember what social media platform it was, but people have feelings about the trans community and they decided to boycott Bud Light and their latest figures show Bud Light lost $1.4 billion in that boycott. On the boycott. That's a lot of hate money. None of these people that boycotted Bud Light probably even followed this influencer. <laughs> the hell no. It had nothing to do with their life. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's the internet, bro. It drives people crazy. The internet's stupid. Oh, the internet's wild. The stuff people share and feel, I guess. Now, $1.4 billion US. It might seem like a lot of money, but all they need to to recoup that is just three weddings in Clinton. Feels like we've been talking about diseases for eons now. We had COVID for a minute, bubonic plague a couple weeks ago. One case, I guess, in the States of the bubonic plague that killed a third of Europe. One case down in the States, antibiotics fixed it right up. Here in Ontario, though, Toronto area specifically, measles seems to be a thing now. There was a few cases last week, kids who got the measles, and then this week, uh, an adult Apparently didn't have any contact with anybody who was sick, but an adult in Toronto has measles now. Yeah, that's where you, like, break out into spots and stuff. Yeah, the, These old-timey diseases, they, they did weird things to people. They were weird, right? Like, you get spots all over your body. Uh, there was your like, arm would turn into a tree. The mumps, like, your whole face would be deformed. And there's that one lock jaw they used to have where your jaw would just lock. Weird stuff. Is that true? Yeah. Is that a real disease, lock jaw? Yeah, that's why you have a tetanus shot. Okay. So you don't get lockjaw. Oh, okay. I thought just horses and pit bulls had that. No. <laughs> All right. But yeah, those old diseases really messed you up, right? Yeah. And new diseases like COVID, they just make it hard to breathe and smell, and they make your dad more racist. You're on County, no stranger to wild turkeys. They're less common in the city. I, I grew up in London, Ontario. You didn't see wild turkeys in the city. And you don't really see them in Louisville, Quebec, either. Until recently, there was a family of wild turkeys moved into the city, and they were, the tom turkey in particular, the man turkey, was harassing people, chasing people around their cars. It was mayhem. Oh, this turkey had no respect. It even attacked a guy in a wheelchair. Oh, no. Dude, yes. So the mayor put out a mandate saying, hey, we need to deal with this turkey. Anybody who can kill this turkey, you kill it. 
and somebody did. Old style. Slingshot. That's Bible style. <laughs> That's David and Goliath style. <laughs> did they not have animal rights in Quebec? It took a couple shots before this thing even died. Yeah, did he have to back up his truck over it? The mayor thought this was awesome. It seems very inhumane to me. And he ate the turkey. It would be inhumane <laughs> if he didn't eat the turkey, I think. Wow. The turkey was dinner later, which is mm. nice. Death penalty is kind of a... It's a hard punishment for just existing inside a city. No kidding. It's bad enough that Turkey lives in Quebec. Uh, this morning might be okay for cross-country skiing, depending on your area. There hasn't been much snow. Been kind of a light season, and it always melts. It's going to melt in a couple days right now. Over in Ottawa, though, a lot colder there. They've got a lot more snow. And there's some cross-country skiers enjoying the trail, as you do. Mm-hmm. It's nice to get out on a trail. One of, one of them had their camera out, and as they were on the trail... A moose. Is that your impression of a moose? That's my impression of a moose running. Oh, I like how you made it get louder. Yeah, it was coming close to you. Yeah, wow. You like the Doppler effect? Amazing. That's why they pay me the big bucks. We're so hungry. Meantime, they come across this moose. Thankfully, doesn't hurt anybody. But hey, it's Canada. There's animals in the wild. You got to be careful if you're doing these things. This thing was huge. It was hairy. It was on all fours. I thought it was you for a minute. Ba-bum, uh, ching. <laughs> The town of Goderich, no stranger to people not following the GPS right. Yeah. We had a situation a couple of years ago where somebody, I don't know if they were trying to go to the salt mine in town, but the salt mine is right next to the boat launch. Mm-hmm. And they drove into the water of the boat launch. Just drove into Lake Huron on a foggy day. And I get it. It's rural Ontario. Most people don't live here. Most people live in the city. So you're coming here to visit. GPS is here. You're nervous. You drive into the water. And this poor Canadian, he just wanted to go see the sunrise around 3.30 a.m. He's going to the edge of a cliff to see a sunrise. This is in Hawaii. In Hawaii, yeah, and drove right off the cliff. Was following GPS. Not only did he drive off a cliff, but then his rental Jeep got washed into the ocean. Oh, this is such a Hawaii story, too, because the crash woke up a spear fisherman who was sleeping in his car nearby. <laughs> who happened to be nearby. <laughs> who, who called people to get him out of the water, and this guy actually, his life was saved. Amazing. Yeah, he survived this thing, Yeah, which is great. So good for this guy, and he survived probably the most harrowing part of the trip as well, Flying Air Canada. Talking about the frustration. I'm just trying to get a person on the phone. Calling customer service. You talk to the machine. You get on hold. It says the person's coming. Two and a half hours later, the person finally comes. This is the frustration you have over the phone. But this could be coming to real life because a few Canadian fast food companies are starting to experiment with AI drive through attendance. Oh, no. They include Popeye's, Taco Bell, Panera Bread, and Chipotle. Would you like a cool frosty on this nice sunny day? No. It is hot. Enjoy an ice cream cone. Yeah, that's what they're going to do. They're going to try and upsell you. Maybe. Well, yeah. the people try to upsell you down. It's just be a robot upselling you. Right. But this is good news for Karens because that means you can abuse the drive through attendant all you want. Right, robot drive through attendant? Please stop hitting me. Hey, then make my burger, you stupid robot. Yes, master. All that lead up was for that. It wasn't even good audio of a robot. It's like 1970s robot. <laughs> yeah, that sounded like Star Wars robot. <laughs> 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 
we're going to answer the eternal question. Question philosophers have been asking for thousands of years. Are whales gay? We don't have any whales off the coast of Lake Huron. You have to go a little farther east or west to see some whale action. But if you do, you might see some gay whale action. Well, potentially. So I didn't realize this. We've actually never witnessed humpback whales having sex. There's an easy humpback joke to be made, but we're not going to make it. Yeah, writes itself. But we finally witnessed this in the wild off the coast of Hawaii. And they realized, oh my goodness, it's two male whales. So it was gay whales. The first time we witnessed whales having sex, they were gay whales. Okay. Interesting, right? Homosexuals. <laughs> Do we know that they're gay? They're not just bi-curious? They're not just going to college and experimenting? Who knows? Yeah. They're maybe on vacation in Hawaii and just experimenting, yeah. as you say. I would have thought the sperm whales would have been oh, the gay ones. <laughs> and before you ask how long their member is... What do you mean before I ask? You I, were going to ask. I wasn't thinking no, about you it. Were you were too. thinking about it. How big is it? So actually, I Googled it, and probably HR is going to call. <laughs> We're going to get our engineer being like, did you Google whale phalluses length? Yes, I did. Yes, I did, Dave. Ten feet. Holy. Ten feet. Can you imagine? That's like two and a half of your nose. <laughs> <laughs> it's always important to do your research, especially if you're taking kids somewhere, because as a parent, you like your kids to be happy. About the day. At the end of the day, if you go somewhere and it's a good experience, it's a good day. Also, it's your hard-earned money. You got to make sure it's going where it needs to go. Well, that's right. There was this event over in Scotland. They charged 45 bucks a ticket for the Willie's Chocolate Experience. Apparently, you <laughs> go... Hold on. Willy Wonka? It's, it's Willy Wonka, but they couldn't use that in the advertising due to copyright issues. <laughs> Sorry, so, one more time. What was it called? Willie's Chocolate Experience. I think I saw that on Pornhub. Yeah, I don't even think there was chocolate involved, but the event was promoted using some AI renderings of things like a lollipop forest, jelly bean waterfalls, flying horses, giant mushrooms. And naturally, because people saw this on the internet... They believed it would be like that, so they dropped their, what was it, 40, 45 bucks yeah. a ticket per person, and they went there, and what was there, Matthew? Uh, just a dirty old factory. <laughs> the air conditioners were exposed, there was, the windows were dirty, and then they walked into this old dirty warehouse, and there was a couple of plastic candy canes, a couple other rented props that looked nothing like Willy Wonka's magical world. Yeah, it was a there dirty was factory with a couple of rainbows. A couple of rainbows. It looked like stuff you'd buy to put at your wedding for selfies. And so kids were crying. The police were even called because people wanted their money back, saying this is a complete scam. That's crazy. Yeah. But true to the Willy Wonka movies, to set everything up, they use slave labor. Matt has an Apple iPhone. A lot of us have Apple iPhones. Matt's saying he wouldn't like if his phone was a car. No. Why not? I wouldn't want to be changing the charging cable every two weeks for my car. Fair enough. Apple was working on a new Apple brand electric car. They've been doing this for a decade, trying to release an electric car, and they just announced that they've stopped doing that. There's not going to be an Apple car. Not going to happen. Oh, good. I was just picturing a bunch of cars driving around with smashed windshields. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and they still think they have a better car than you. And every yeah. people with Apple cars are like, "Ew, you drive a Samsung car." Well, at least the Samsung car lets you fill up your car with gas instead of storing your fuel in the cloud. 
Come on, Apple. Come on. You have this issue all the time. Yeah. Well, it, you're constantly erasing apps on your phone. No, no, no. It offloads the apps for me and creates room on my phone. And then I go to use the app and I have to download it again. It's terrible. I've never known anybody who had to uh, get an organ transplant, which is fortunate, I guess. But there's this dude out in New Brunswick away. His name's George. And he needs a kidney. He has diabetes and it's been taking a toll on him. So he painted an ad on his car saying, hey, if you have a spare kidney, I'm typo positive. So hook me up. And he has his phone number on there. That's a great idea. Just advertise on your car. That's kind of nice, right? Hopefully somebody will see it. He's doing his best. Well, what's stopping you? Is that your blood type? I think I'm O negative. Oh. I think that's what it says on my blood donor card. Okay, well, would you give a kidney? You only need one, right? Yeah, you only need one. Or do you only have one? I'm not sure. No, you you have two. Okay. You you can get by with one. Okay. Yeah, it's like an... Uh, I guess you can get by with no eyes, but you don't need both eyes. Right, okay. You can see with one eye. Yeah. I like the idea of donating a kidney, right? Like, like the idea that like you go to the hospital and the nurses... And the doctors, they tell you you're so kind and brave. People would actually think you're a nice person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want that without losing the vital organ. Right. And I was trying to think of ways you could do that. And I, I came to the conclusion that you can get all that praise by just adopting a dog that nobody wants. Um, okay. Because then people would be like, isn't Fatty so nice? He adopted the dog with the tumors. He's so nice. I want to marry him. Good luck to George. Yeah. I hope he finds his kidneys, and I hope he finds some adult knees, too. Matt didn't like that joke, but I said it anyways. No, I like the joke. It's just that if, <laughs> I, if I said the joke... You, you made the you adult knees joke? No, I would. that's a joke I would have made as a father, and sometimes I slip them in on the show, and you go, oh. I groan. You go, oh, oh, oh. Such bad jokes. Is that your impression but, of me? Yeah, but then if hold you on, hold on, do, but do then you, if on. you say them, you think it's funny. <laughs> do your impression of me one more time. Uh, uh, That's you. Yeah, I do say that on a good day. Matt and I love a deal. We go to Goodwill sometimes. Was this a Value Village out in Abbotsford? Yeah, a Value Village out in Abbotsford. A whole strip mall had to be closed down. People evacuated after a grenade was found in the Value Village. It was a real World War II grenade. World War II? <laughs> yes. And apparently somebody had dropped it off accidentally. They've been using it at home as a paperweight. Oh, man. So. That's kind of disappointing because that grenade was designed to kill Hitler. Right. And instead of, like, killing the world's greatest fascist, it evacuated a mall in Western Canada. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, totally different purpose. People lost work as a result of this. Oh, man. Yeah. But bright side, Hitler's still dead. I came across this story. It happened out of Bradford area. And I ran it by our own Matt Hussey. I thought, okay, somebody got pulled over for something. But I feel like if you were raised in Huron County, you would have done things way worse than this just Normally, maybe every day. Well, nine-year-olds used to drive the truck around the farm. As soon as your legs were long enough to reach the gas pedal. Police stopped. Uh, it's like a moving van. And in the back of the moving van was like a lazy boy, a reclining chair. And the person driving was charged because there was a child in that reclining chair. It wasn't latched down to anything, just a loose reclining chair in the back of the van. And you were telling me that this was kind of common in Huron County, being in the back of the truck. Yeah, people would just jump in the back of a pickup truck. I remember being picked up once for stone picking a neighboring farm. 
They're like, hop in the back of the truck. And you just go to the next field or whatever. There's no worry about car rolling. They didn't used to be as picky about seatbelts. Mind you, it's important to wear a seatbelt, I must say. But like back when we were kids, we didn't have enough seatbelts in the van. And sometimes we would take a seat out of the van and put a mattress in case some of the kids wanted to sleep on a long trip. Like in your family vehicle? Yeah. Yeah, that's what we did back then. Everyone did it. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't have car seats. They just didn't exist. Okay. Back when we were kids. Yeah. Okay. And nobody got hurt. No, we survived. Some of us. (laughs) You didn't answer. So nobody got... So people got hurt. It's amazing. People got hurt, but you survived. It's amazing. Us 80s... 90s kids survived. Oh, my goodness. All the stupid things Were we your did. parents smoking up front, too? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I recall, and maybe other women did this, my mom breastfeeding while driving once. Okay. Right? The baby needs to eat. You don't <laughs> let them cry in the baby seat. There wasn't any baby seats. So you're, you're, you hold them while you drive. This the, is what mothers did. The baby needs to eat, and I need to get to Auburn. That's right. Both of these things need to happen. It, I'm glad it's not like that now because I'm... Sh- it isn't safe, but that's what people did. But that's what people did, and you survived, mm-hmm. aside from the head trauma. You don't want to have children, but what are the main reasons you don't want to have children? Uh, money's a big one. Right. Um, and uh, I like sleep. Okay. That's decent reason. That's fair, right? You're a dad. Yeah. Is that a fair assessment that if you have kids, you lose some sleep? Maybe. Yeah, kids sleep too, though. The baby stage, because yeah. they don't have a sleep pattern. Birth rate in a lot of countries is going down. Japan's one of these countries, and they ask people why you don't want to have kids. And I've never seen this on one of these studies. You always hear about, you know, economic factors, all sorts of pressures like that. A lot of the normal reasons given. Tough economy. I still live with mom and dad. I can't have kids here. Yeah, it's awkward. One of the top reasons given, though, was... Many people say crying babies and children playing outside are a nuisance. (laughs) (laughs) They're not wrong. Those kids are loud and annoying. That's what they do. Nobody said they wouldn't be. So as a father and you've raised three kids, you would say this is accurate. Yeah. They're a nuisance. You've never had a baby, but they cry. You have to feed them. They cry when they're happy. They cry when they're sad. They cry when they've wet themselves. Oh, they just cry because they can't speak. Crying is an annoying sound. It just comes with the whole being parent. But would you say it's worth it? Yeah. As as a dad, you would say all that turmoil early on, it's worth it. Well, not just earlier on. My 20-year-olds sometimes call crying. (laughs) (laughs) Send money. I'm broke, Dad. (laughs) All right, so sure, babies are hard work. But it's all worth it to see them grow up to be adults with health issues related to climate change. I don't know if you make plans ahead of time. If you know your kids have a PD day a couple months down the road, if you plan stuff for those weekends. Well, yeah, sometimes. Okay. If you know that's going on, then you might want to keep them busy for the day you that was a completely indescript answer i feel like you don't do that but you were trying to sound like you did well my kids aren't in school anymore but yeah i think we plan things usually i was working though like a pa day doesn't mean i have the day off i care about my kids sometimes so your kids were scheduled to have a pd day april 19th but the avon maitland district school board and the huron perth catholic district school board have now changed that to april the 8th to coincide with the eclipse And the Avon Maitland board says this is due to possible risk to student and staff eye safety. Well, the same risk is there if they're at home. 
What's the difference? They just don't want to be accountable. The difference is, so the eclipse is supposed to happen <laughs> roughly 3 o'clock in the afternoon yeah. on Monday, April the 8th. Some kids might still be in school. Some kids might be at school looking directly at the sun. Well, never mind the kids. I know a lot of stupid adults that are going to be looking up and ruining their eyes. Dude, you're looking at one of those adults. So I got one of those eclipse glasses, and there was a sunny morning, and I was testing them out. So I put on the eclipse yeah. glasses, look directly at the sun, and they work great. I don't know how often you get, like, new glasses or sunglasses, but sometimes you'll, like, put them up and down to see how well they're shading the sun. So I did that looking directly at the sun. <laughs> I had the shade glasses on, and then I took them off to see how well they shaded, and naturally I was temporarily blinded because I looked right at the sun. We do it every night here in Godrich called a sunset. We look directly at we the look, sun. stare right at the sun. And every doctor will tell you, no, don't do that. But every night when the sun sets, we're staring directly at it. It's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. Who said that? My eyes. And you've heard Matt and I talk a bunch about Air Canada and how they like to lose things. Mm. Dogs, wheelchairs, people. <laughs> In this case, Kind of a person. The latest thing is ashes, the human remains of somebody's brother. They were flying from Brampton to Jamaica. The brother wanted to be have his remains uh, spread in Jamaica next to his mom oh. back home. So they fly to Jamaica. The ashes are in the luggage that's stowed away. And everybody who went on this trip got their luggage back except the person who was carrying the ashes. So the ashes are gone. So the dead brother requested... That the ashes be moved there? Yeah. Well, he should have put in his will, don't fly Air Canada. Is that the thing? I think that's how you get around Is it. Is that the lesson to be gleaned here? I want my ashes spread in Jamaica, but don't use Air Canada. Yeah, fly WestJet. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Take Delta instead. Problem solved. You got any wishes for your ashes? You got any <laughs> stipulations for your ashes? I think I probably would want them spread in the lake. Are we allowed to dump them in the lake? I don't know. Because the lake's very special to me. I'm sure people have done that. The Maitland River, very you're, special. You're probably not supposed to, but yeah, who's going to stop you, right? Uh, when I die, I want to keep doing the morning show because maybe it'll get funnier. So we were saying before that the internet is largely just terrible. Oh, all the awful things you see, you read on the internet is a nice thing, though. And this happened out of British Columbia, just near Victoria. It's a kid who was playing with his little action figures, and he tied a couple of them to a balloon, a helium balloon that was like half full. Thing made its way to the window, made its way outside, got lost. Except mom posted on Facebook, hey, if anybody in this neighborhood sees this balloon with these toys, can you let us know? My son's really missing these things. Yeah, these toys floated out into the sky. And power of social media. Somebody in the neighborhood not only responded, but saw these things and they managed to get the balloons and the toys back to the kid. Nice. It was Lego too, and that stuff's expensive. Lego Harry Potter stuff. You don't want to rebuy that stuff. No, sir. That's good. That's kind of cool, right? So it just proves social media is amazing. You can at one moment reunite a child with their toy and then immediately post that Sharia law is coming to Clinton. You know, every once in a while, you hear a millionaire say something that makes you realize, oh, you don't live in the real world with the rest of us. You're out of touch. You live in your own little millionaire world. Yep. The CEO of Kellogg's company, the cereal company, his name's Gary Pilnick. Put a lot of emphasis on that P to make him sound like a bad guy. So he's getting some backlash online. <laughs> the whole company is because of this new advertising campaign they have. 
It's called Give Chicken the Night Off. Now, the idea behind this is yeah. because grocery prices are kind of high. They're saying, hey, instead of eating chicken for dinner, have cereal instead. Eat a delicious Kellogg cereal for dinner. I think the funniest thing here is that they think cereal's affordable. <laughs> cereal's, <laughs> cereal's like one of the most expensive things right now. Here's what CEO Gary Pilnick said. This is a quote. The cereal category has always been quite affordable, and it tends to be a great destination when consumers are under pressure, meaning you're broke. So he's saying, buy cereal. Stop complaining about not having a good meal. Yeah, Just boy. have Fruit Loops for supper. So naturally, social media is saying what you're saying, Matt, which is, have you seen cereal lately? <laughs> a tiny box is like $7. It's not affordable. It's so, just so out of touch. There's so many of these people out of touch right now. It just blows your mind. How do you save money at the grocery store? What's your trick? Not buy stuff. Okay. <laughs> Not go. Not go. That's the best way to save I, money. I have a similar thing. I do intermittent fasting. It's where you starve yourself, but because it has a fancy name, you get lots of Instagram followers. I don't know how you feel about public pools. People go in those and some of those people have fluids that also get into the pool. Oh, that's rare. What do you mean it's rare? Kids. Why do you think they use chlorine? Because there's tons of this stuff. I was a kid once. I don't remember once peeing in the pool. You're lying. No. You're lying to save face. We all did it as kids. Kids still do it. It's a, a time-honored tradition of going to the pool and not wanting to get out to go to the bathroom. And you're like, who's going to know? Down in LaSalle, though, right near Windsor. They have the rec center down there, and for whatever reason, they had a window open, and a deer got in, and they were trying to shoo this deer out, and the deer, before it got out, took a swim, took a dive, a really beautiful dive into uh, the pool. There's video of this. That's what impressed me. It was a really it graceful had, dive. It had its paws out straight, and it barely even made a splash. I would give them like a 7 out of 10. It was beautiful. On that dive. Very nice dive. Good for that deer. So deer went into the pool, got out, and they managed to shoo this thing out. <laughs> Probably stunk like chlorine. <laughs> what do you use to get a deer out of a pool? Big net or? Use your uh, voice. Use your big boy voice. Yeah. Hey, get out of here, deer. Get out of the pool. It's scary, though, because deer can be really aggressive. They're like people from Brussels, but with fewer tick-borne diseases. You like to fly discount airline? It's no shame in that. You get what you pay for, as our own Matt Hussey says. Lynx Airline, Lynx Air, they're mostly out of the West Coast, I believe. But they have gone out of business now, saying inflation and the cost of jet fuel made it impossible to stay in business. Oh, well, that's too bad. It's a tough one. Did you ever, when you were flying, did Lynx Airline ever come up? Never saw that. Because you were flying out West. Yeah. You did Flare Airlines. You said it was a good experience. They served coffee. You got coffee on the plane? Yeah. Well, I had to pay for it, though. Oh, that's brutal. Yeah, that's where they get you. <laughs> had to pay for the internet, too, or something. Uh, I think that's normal. I think paying for yeah. the internet's normal. How much was the coffee on the plane? Uh, a couple bucks. Okay. So about the price of a Timmy's? Yeah. Okay. Was it good coffee? Oh, probably... I didn't even have it. Oh, no? No. Did you say no when you found out you had to pay for the coffee? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know this. If I'm flying a discount airline, I'm going to do it on a discount. <laughs> oh, eternally cheap, Probably. bad hussy. <laughs> So Lynx Air shut down now, but if you want to fly cheap, you still have Flair and you still have Swoop Airlines in this country. But if you want to fly expensive with the experience of cheap, you still have Air Canada. But I got plans for this summer. I booked my airline flight already and I'm glad I did because if you're planning a flight, 
WestJet has raised the price for a checked bag. I think it went up by about five bucks. Flair Airlines has also added a surcharge if you pay with a credit card. And who doesn't pay with a credit card online? What are all these extra fees? F you, that's why. Yeah. Because we can. That's why. Yeah, it's terrible. So if you are flying with either of those airlines, WestJet or Flair Airlines, expect to pay just a little bit more. Air Canada hasn't announced anything yet. It's expected they might announce some new service fees, something to get a few extra bucks out of you. But I like to fly Air Canada because when I use a company, I need to feel like the staff hates me. Do you remember how much your tuition was when you went to college? Yeah, it was about 6000 bucks a year. Oh, really? Yeah. I feel like mine was only about 2500 bucks. Yeah, you went to college in the 90s. Yeah, but it was like... You re- went to college in the 1900s. Yeah, the late 90s, but it was reasonable to go to college. The century you're talking about, at the beginning of it, women couldn't vote. That's how old you were. Things cost more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Things were cheaper a long time ago. Why am I explaining this to you? Because you're about <laughs> to talk about tuition. Sure. Ontario government <laughs> announced that they're freezing college tuition prices until 2027. They did this a few years ago, starting in 2019, and they decided we're going to continue this until 2027. So college this year, if you check prices over the last year, the year before that, they shouldn't be too much changed. So that's pretty good. It's good news, though. Yeah. Because uh, it means instead of being crippled by your student loans, you'll only be maimed by them. Going to be a lovely day today, high of 15. Uh, no, let's not say lovely. Well, the temperature's lovely. We might see thunderstorms, but those are kind of nice. I see the positive, man. Thunderstorms are better than a snowstorm. Not a bad day. High of 15 for February. You keep talking, but you don't say much. You don't agree? It's not a lovely day? No, it's going to be thunder showers all day. <laughs> I like that. Okay. Then go it's all relative. It, but you're not normal. <laughs> We've established this. Meanwhile, I can't stop watching this video of this deer that broke into this aquatic center down near Windsor somewhere. It, it broke through a window, and then it had the most perfect dive into the pool. Beautiful dive. I, I, I didn't realize this. It broke through a glass window, so it was bleeding a little bit when it dived into the pool, dove into the pool. And the update on the story is that the pool has now reopened. And when a wild animal that just sheds its hair all over the place and is bleeding, when it goes into a pool, they don't replace the water. What do they do, Matthew? Oh, no, they never replace the water. So if your kid has diarrhea in the pool... I don't think they replaced the water. It's too much water to replace. They so just do what they did with this deer. You shock the pool, right? Yeah, add chlorine to it. Yeah, it gets rid of it. You scoop out what you can scoop out. That's right. That's what, what you they, can't scoop out, you stir in. That's what they do. You just stir it all in. It's clean. Sure. It's yeah. it's uh, technically clean. Yeah. But is it clean? It's good enough. Like deer uh, dives into your pool. Matt, let's. Well, I don't have a pool, but uh, if I did. Let's imagine a world. Matt Hussey owns a pool. Deer dives into the pool. It gets its blood, gets its poo all over the place. Are you, you're not replacing the water? No. The water bill would be through the roof. No, people don't replace the water usually. That's not a good enough reason. That's you, a bleeding <laughs> deer. You take out the clunks. They of, have diseases. You just take out the hair and the, the poo and done. Shock it with the chlorine. Chlorine fixes everything. Evidently. Yeah. So don't go swimming at Matt's house. It's reason to be suspicious of any pool, really. You might not want to admit it, but this kind of affects you. There's a bill that 
Ottawa's looking at right now for our whole country. They're looking at it. A committee's looking at it. And the idea behind this bill is, should it pass in its current form, it would require you to present your government ID if you go to an adult website, something like Pornhub or RedTube, something like that. You would need to show your ID. Right. Pornhub has said, if this thing gets passed, we're going to move our headquarters out of Canada because we don't want to have to ID people to visit our website. Well, how do they know that they're not doing that already, these government officials? They've clearly done their research and checked out these sites already. There probably is a government worker right? who had to like document all the yeah. adult websites that don't take ID. Am I 18 or older? Yes, and then they got to go in and, and check things out and just see how appropriate things are or not. I'm old enough that I remember the internet before I was 18, and I totally clicked the I am 18. It is ridiculous how easy it is for, for younger people to see inappropriate things. So I'm, I'm not totally against this, but I don't want to give up my ID either. Do you trust Pornhub with your government ID? No! I don't trust any website with my ID. To be fair, I trust Pornhub... With my ID more than I trust Facebook and Twitter. <laughs> right. True <laughs> enough. To Facebook and Twitter, they're run by alien-looking weirdos. Yeah. Which is also one of my favorite categories on Pornhub. It's a couple weeks ago. Told you about this family out in Regina. Bunch of unopened hockey cards from the uh, late 70s, early 80s. And they theorized that one of the packs could include some Wayne Gretzky rookie cards, which are worth a lot of money. So they put these unopened hockey cards up for auction this weekend, and they sold this weekend for $5 million. Nothing like this has ever been found. It was a box full of boxes of these cards. These have never been found unopened. Now, let's remember, there could be Wayne Gretzky rookie cards in this thing. There's no guarantee. They're not open, so they're, it could be full of them or there could be none of them. Yeah, you're basically gambling buying these for $5 million. That is nuts, dude. I wonder if the gum's still good. These are the hockey cards that had gum inside of them. Did they have gum? Yeah. That rock hard gum? Yeah, the Opeachy ones. I'm pretty sure they had gum. Anything in your house? Old and valuable? No, the only thing I've carried around for a long time is a uh, cyst as a result from a botched vasectomy. Yeah, you've, yeah. Had, you've had that that's, for decades. That's about yeah. it. Yeah, mm. only thing I've had for years is HPV. I will die on this hill, and here's the hill. So Trish the Dish is over this weekend, and she notices I have a kitchen sponge. She's a sponge, yellow sponge with the green scrubby part, and it's getting kind of ratty. I would say about 40% of the scrubby part is gone off of it. Would you agree with that? You saw the picture of it this morning. That's terrible. That's going to fall off and get in your salad. It's going to... I don't buy salad, so well, I don't have that problem. Like, th this is dangerous off the bat. What not you, a, hold on. What do you mean get in my salad? I'm not washing my salad with the sponge. Well, those little bits and pieces could fly into your food that's out on the counter or something. How aggressively do you think I'm scrubbing that pieces are flying off? It's flying over into the... Roast beef or whatever. How, how do you imagine I'm scrubbing and why is there a roast beef next to me? I don't know, but that's not the disgusting part. The disgusting part is the wet sponge that never dries out. That's just a Petri dish of bacteria. And you said you've had this sponge on your sink since October? Yeah, roughly October. That's disgusting. That yeah. sounds right. Maximum lifespan on a sponge is two weeks. Where'd you get that information? Two weeks? Martha Stewart. That's what Martha she says. Martha Stewart went to jail yeah, for but, insider trading. Yeah. I'm going to trust con Martha Stewart. 
<laughs> over your boy Fatty who's fed you? You've been to my house. She, I've put a lot of food inside you. She's a home expert. She went to jail, homeboy. That doesn't discredit her. It totally does. Her sponge She knowledge. went to jail. Yes, it does. No. Unless she learned how to sponge in jail, I'm not trusting her. Okay, I'm going to buy you something. I'm going to buy you something that's not a sponge. What? Things that I use on my plates. No. I saw, you just throw it in the dishwasher every time, and it's always clean. Trish, the dish asked me to throw it away. I said no. In my opinion, you're making the plate dirtier than it was before. By washing with this sponge. What are you talking about? Like, sure, you're using soap, but you're also using the disgusting bacteria in the sponge. But the sponge gets dirty after one use. Like, you'd have to throw it away after one use for it to stay clean. <laughs> this is way too much talk about sponges. Well, the point is, I'm not throwing away the sponge. Get off my ass about the sponge. Okay. The sponge stays, or I go. You know what the worst part of this is? I got this sponge from Costco. I have like 16 more sponges right under my sink. There's no shortage of sponges. I'm just stubborn. Ugh. It's a lifetime supply, according to you. Pretty much. You've heard of the grandparent scam, scammer calls. Is that you, Grandma? And then they're like, is that you, Matthew? And then they're like, yeah, Matthew, that's right, your grandson. I need money because uh, I'm in uh, jail. I'm in jail. And then... Uh, grandma or grandpa sends them money. So this happened to somebody here in Ontario. Well, this is really sad because thieves targeted a woman with dementia. Out of $600,000, she's out. Because she had the dementia, she forgot that she got scammed the day before. And so they, they would come back time and time again. They got $600,000 multiple times to the same person. So police are saying, be really careful if your grandparents or your parents have dementia because this could be extra worse. That's tough, man. Yeah, gosh. <laughs> oh, boy. Crazy. At the same time, at least she's talking to somebody every day. At least these thieves are calling back every day. That's more than most of us can say about our parents, right? Yeah. Yeah, when was the last time you called your mom or dad? That's right. Yeah, you should have the morals of a thief stealing somebody with dementia. That's right. That's right. Get on the phone. Yeah, what we're saying is call your mom. She misses you. Have you ever been flagged at security at the airport? Not at the airport, at the border. Yeah, I've been stopped at the border, weirdly, with our boss, Ian Selecki. Yeah, you told them you were going to the U.S. to have McDonald's pizza. Yeah, me, Selecki, and another co-worker went, <laughs> went, were driving to West Virginia. Border's like, we don't believe you. Pull over. <laughs> it sounds made up. This poor couple out of Waterloo, though, they got detained at the Punta Cana airport for cocaine possession. Did they have cocaine? No. They walked into a room and they had this white substance laid out on the table and then they did one of those cocaine test swipes and it came positive, but really what they had was a bag of that stuff that absorbs moisture in your luggage. Silica? So, yeah, it's like a damp rid it's called. You it, yeah, when you buy a winter jacket, you'll find those little packets in there. Yeah, and they they say do not eat on them because they look delicious. But yes, little silicate absorbs the moisture. So apparently, this stuff they had was really fine, and it basically looked like cocaine. And then they did a cocaine test on it, and they said, yeah, it's cocaine. But apparently, these tests are flawed. They Th thought they were going to go to jail and everything. That's an honest mistake. That's yeah. an innocent thing. Not like you. Because you flew over to the West Coast in September, in the fall sometime. Oh, yeah. And you're stupid ass. How many, how many harmonicas did you have? Well, I brought four harmonicas. Why would you need to bring four harmonicas on a week-long trip? You needed four yeah. harmonicas. One 
No. Two harmonicas wasn't enough? Four? Yeah, they're all in different keys. If you're playing Bob Dylan in G, you need the G harmonica. If you're playing Tom Petty in F, you need the F harmonica. Oh, my goodness. But four harmonicas in a Ziploc bag apparently look like a gun. Yeah. And so I got flagged because <laughs> they're metal and they're a weird shape. Yeah, so don't bring things that look like other things, just yeah. in general. Yeah, you don't bring four harmonicas with you. They'll think you're a terrorist or even worse, a hipster. The Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty Podcast.